All right, we're going to read uh, Mark chapter 16, verses 15 and 16. I'm going to preach very shortly tonight, then we'll dismiss and let the, uh, everything get set up for the water baptism, then we'll do that. But I remember being baptized in water. I'd been saved for a couple of weeks, and uh, I really wasn't expecting anything, I'll be honest. Um, I got saved, gave my life to Jesus, and people from the church, they said, well, now that you're saved, you have to get baptized. And so I just took their word for it. Okay, this is what you do when you become a Christian. And so that night, um, I got baptized in water. I came out of a background, which many of you know, of addiction. There were still some things hanging on. I was still drinking at the time. And, and I remember uh, just... Coming out of that water, feeling kind of different, I had actually, after the baptism service that night, I went to my brother's house, and he offered me a beer, and I said, well, I can have a beer, I guess, and so uh, I started drinking this beer, and I began to shake. I mean, not from, it was summertime in Tucson, it wasn't from being cold, and so, uh, uh, and, and God just spoke to me. I don't want you to do that anymore. He said, you know, and there was something that had changed in my life. I remember it was the first time uh, that I didn't finish a beer, you know, and, uh, you know, because I would always finish them. And, and I remember just thinking, feeling different. And I really wasn't expecting anything from being baptized in water. I'm not trying to make too much out of this, but there really is a spiritual dynamic by obeying God in being baptized. And I'm going to look at that very briefly tonight. Mark chapter 16, verses 15 and 16. Jesus said, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who, he who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And so being baptized is an act of obedience. It's the first thing any believer can do after they get saved, it's, it, it can show up. Uh, it can show your obedience to God. You say, Who, "Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved," and so it's the first thing you can do as an act of obedience after you've given your life uh, to Jesus Christ. In Matthew twenty-eight, nineteen and twenty, Jesus said, "Go therefore, make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit." teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, uh, even to the end of the age. And so Jesus commanded his disciples to baptize people after they had been saved. And baptism is something that was so important to Jesus and so important to God that Jesus was baptized himself. Now we know that Jesus did not, he was the sinless son of God. He did not have any reason to, to be baptized. Baptism is a, is a symbol of turning from your old life and turning from sin and turning into a new life in Jesus Christ. We know that Jesus Christ was sinless. Yet at the same time, as an example to others, he decided to be baptized. In Matthew 3, 13, 16, and 17, it says, Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. When he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him. And suddenly a voice came from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Now, Jesus hadn't done anything yet. 
He hadn't healed anybody. He hadn't raised anybody from the dead. He hadn't really started his ministry. But that act of baptism uh, opened up a release of favor from his father that his father spoke in a approving voice. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. The, the heavens were open. The spirit of God came down upon his life. And so being baptized in water is a spiritual act. And I'm not saying everybody's going to have the same experience that Jesus had, but what we need to see is that being baptized in water is something uh, that is that there's something in the spiritual realm that happens. Baptism is, is observing what Jesus commanded us to do. And one thing that makes baptism so significant is it's a public confession of our faith in God. It's a turning from our old lives. When John the Baptist came to prepare people for the coming Messiah, he preached a message of repentance and then he baptized them in water. Mark chapter 1, verses 2 through 5 says, Behold, I will send my messenger before your face who will prepare your way before you, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. John came baptizing in the wilderness and preaching a baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. Then all the land of Judea and, from those, uh, and those from Jerusalem went out to him and were all baptized by him in the Jordan River, confessing their sins. And so being baptized is a time to confess your testimony. This is what Jesus Christ uh, has done in my life. It's a public confession of faith. You are publicly identifying with Jesus Christ that I am a believer, I'm turning from my old life, and I'm turning to a new life in Jesus Christ. Peter preached on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2, verse 41. It says, And those who gladly received his word were baptized, and that day about 3,000 souls were added to them. And so the people who were getting saved, the people who were receiving Christ, it says they all got baptized. That the, okay, what are we supposed to do? I just got saved. Peter, what do we do? You need to get baptized in water. And so something happens to us spiritually when we publicly profess our faith. There's something happens uh, that, that's sealed inside of you. When I begin to witness and tell other people about Jesus Christ after I got saved, there's a spiritual dynamic that takes place as you identify with him. Jesus said, whoever's ashamed of me, you know, I'll be ashamed of him. But whoever's not ashamed of me, I will not be ashamed of him when my father comes. And so we see that dynamic. There's something that happens in the spiritual realm as you identify with Jesus Christ through baptism. And so there's a confession of sins and a turning away from our past lives. Baptism in scripture is compared with God bringing the children of Israel out of slavery from Egypt and entering into his promised land for them. That's what, that's what baptism is. We know the children of Israel, as they came out of the land of Egypt, they came up against the Red Sea. They had nowhere to go. And so as they went through the Red Sea, and then Pharaoh tried to come in behind them, uh, the waters caved in on him and destroyed him and his army, and the Bible says, by faith they passed, uh, Hebrews eleven twenty nine. by faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, whereas the Egyptians attempting to do so were drowned. And so it's a picture of putting our old life behind us. Uh, how many of you know that when you get saved, your old life tries to chase you down? Just like Pharaoh tried to chase down the children of Israel, he's trying to chase them down. 
And this was, this was a way of God making this statement, you know what, I've got something new for my people. I'm bringing them into the promised land. I'm bringing them into a new life. And so he destroyed Pharaoh and his army in the Red Sea. And that's a picture of water baptism, God destroying our old life in the tank. You know what, I'm turning away from my old life. I'm turning away from those things that are pursuing me. And I'm entering into a brand new life of God's destiny for me. And so there's a supernatural dimension to it. It says they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, whereas the Egyptians uh, attempting to do so were drowned. God's saying, hey, don't try this at home, folks. Uh, amen. You're the only my people can do this. My people, the only people can do this. Uh, and there's a dynamic that was happening. There's a, a supernatural dimension. And so one quote says, water baptism outwardly demonstrates what has happened inwardly. Water baptism helps you to grasp the reality of the spiritual truth that the old you has died. Water baptism is only as important as the participant believes it to be. It is their confession and a public commitment. It is not something we must do to impress God, but something to impress on our own minds what happened to us inwardly. It is an outward act of something that's happened to us on the inside. That's what water baptism is. And so also through baptism, we also identify with the cross, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That's what we identify with when we are baptized in water. Romans 6, 4 through 6. Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death, and just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. And so here in this wonderful uh, scripture, Romans uh, Paul says uh, that we were buried with him in baptism uh, that, and that, uh, that we walk in newness of life. We've been united together in the likeness of his death. Uh, uh, we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. Our old man was crucified with him that we should no longer be the slaves of sin. He said that's what water baptism is, is that, is that you're identifying with the cross, you're identifying with the death, the burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ, uh, amen, was, was, was dead and buried, uh, but he rose again from the dead into a glorified state. And the Bible says that as we enter into water baptism, we are bearing our old life, our old man, and we are celebrating the new nature that Jesus Christ has put inside of us by faith. Galatians 3.27 says, for as many as you of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. What a wonderful, what a wonderful imagery there that when you baptize, you are putting off the old man and you are putting on Jesus Christ. One quote says, as we are baptized in water, we are in fact saying goodbye to our old life self and saying hello to a new creation who is in Christ Jesus. Because of his death, you are free from your old master, the devil, now you have a new master, the Lord Jesus Christ. A major benefit to the believer is the clean break that water baptism makes with their past. When the devil brings temptations and accusations concerning their old life, 
the believer can reply, that person is dead and buried. I am a new person in Christ. Water baptism is a point of separation, dividing the old from the new. It says the past is dead and gone, drawing a clear line between the old life and the new graphically imprinted on the mind of the believer. Hallelujah. What a wonderful imagery. Water baptism is not just some religious symbolic act, but there really is a supernatural dimension. There is a spiritual dimension to the act of being baptized in water. Colossians 2, 12, 13 says, We are buried with him in baptism, which also you were raised with him through faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. And you being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he has made alive together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. See, through baptism, we identify with Jesus. We identify with the cross. We identify with his death, his burial, and his resurrection. And, you know, if you think about it, one of the greatest symbolisms of baptism is the forgiveness and the washing away of our sins. Amen. That's, you know, we know that Jesus washed us at the point of faith. We know that when we pray a prayer, receive Christ into our lives, we ask for forgiveness of sins, that those sins are washed away. But water baptism is the outward act and, uh, of something that's already happened on the inside of our lives. And so that's what that means. And also water baptism, as a final thought here, is how we identify with the church, the body of Christ. In 1 Corinthians 12, 13, it says, For by one spirit we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and have all been made to drink into one spirit. And so uh, the thought there is that not only when you are baptized in water, are you baptized into Christ, but you are baptized into the body of Christ into a group of believers that can help you thrive and that you can help them thrive and be a part of the life flow of the church and all that God is doing inside his church. Amen. Let's bow our heads tonight. We're going to go, if you are part of the baptism, you can, if you haven't changed yet, you can go ahead and get up and go to the bathroom, begin to change for that baptism, and then we will... Uh, enter into that but before we before we do that we want to give an opportunity to those here tonight that maybe you've never been saved you've never been born again you've uh, you're, you're backslidden this evening but you want to turn away from your sin you want to turn to Jesus Christ and have a new life there is hope for a new life in Jesus Christ I experienced that new hope. I experienced that faith. Uh, I experienced that transformation as I, by faith, accepted Jesus Christ as my Savior. And I want you to know tonight that if you open the door of your heart to what God is doing, moving upon you by His Spirit, your life will never be the same. 43 years ago, I gave my life to Jesus Christ, and I've never been the same since. Jesus Christ totally transformed my life. I've never been the same. I've never gone back to my old life. And a lot of, you know, a lot of the big part of that was being baptized. But I tell you what, just God offering me the opportunity 
to live a different life. The Bible says if anyone is in Christ, they're a new creation. Old things are passed away. All, behold, all things are become new. You can have a new life by accepting Jesus Christ as your Savior. Is anyone here tonight, you do not know the Lord or you're backslidden in your heart and you need to get right with God, you slip up your hand and put it right back down. Say, yes, that's me. I really need God tonight. Would there be one? And so, you know, one of the reasons I preach this tonight is that, uh, you know, baptism isn't just a, it's not just, it's not just a nothing service. There really is a spiritual dimension to being baptized in water. There really is something that takes place. I just, I was blown away when I was first studying for this message how Jesus, when he's baptized in water, all the things that happen around that. He hadn't performed any ministry yet, yet the Bible says the heavens opened, the Spirit of God descended like a dove. There was a voice from heaven that said, this is my beloved Son in whom I'm well pleased. All that happened around water baptism. And even though he was the sinless Son of God and probably didn't need to be baptized, that act of obedience to his Father, that symbol of great importance of water baptism, you know, he did that to identify with us, to say, hey, I can do this, you can do this. The sinless Son of God can do this, we can do it too. And so let's stand and sing a worship song, and then we will get ready for the baptism.